everybody pick up an instrument. Whatever you can find lying around or whistling is good too. Here we go.
like the TV. Not me, I just watch the sky. I feel a better sense of freedom watching the hawks and eagles fly. And the sound of the rivers running free out to sea. Running through the canyons, yeah, that's what fills me. It's time to plant our gardens, get ready for another year. Take advantage of this weather while the sky's still blue and clear. Corn and beans, squash and kale, like to grow together. Save our seeds and keep them dry, and we'll be eating right forever. Give me a simple life in the country where I can be free. Give me a fresh spring in a garden. That's all that I need. I need an earth home on this planet to live out my days. My heart Give me a simple life in the country where I can be. 
community, communication, communion, common words, sounds brought out to verify this experience. Still down for it, still fighting that common thread, saying interacting, intersecting, interrelating with the people I meet, entertaining and being entertained by the folks along the way. Support the Native people. They'll watch out for you. Support the Latino people. Their spirit will be with you. Support the Rastas. Then you dreadlock Rastas and John will smile right down on you. Support the old folks. They'll bring the wisdom along. Support the kids. Hip-hopping, punk-rocking, and skanking too. Support the kids and you know they'll be right there by your side. Support the people, and they'll support you. Unite with the many to oppose a few. Feed the people, they'll feed you. Encourage one another. Support one another. Love one another. Take down the walls. Open the doors. Get rid of the borders, too. Families, bands, tribes, communities, I'll believe in that, but borders, just a line on their map. Find the common thread. Let life flourish. The path leads within. And the path leads without, and the path should as lead with you, brothers and sisters. So let's get on the same page, get out of the box, and push the envelope. The whole is greater than some of its parts. And we can do more together than any of us can do on our own. Thanks a lot, brothers and sisters. What's so funny about peace, love, and understanding? Part of the people. Let's bring it back. Welcome again to The Other Side. My name is Bursting Bubbles Tenali, and we're exploring my collection of field recordings made at Rainbow Gatherings over the last 15 years or so. If you're unfamiliar with Rainbow Gatherings, well, let's just say they're sort of a non-commercial temporary autonomous zone situated in a remote environment, typically in the forest and mountains. There are no star performers, per se, at Rainbow. We're all stars in our own movie. And in the first hour's movie, um, I mean playlist, we heard much campfire chat, frogs, crickets, and so on and so forth. We also heard songs and poems. And the list of pocket trades, or I mean songs, was, we began with Raccoon, Nature's Cathedral. Then we heard Jerusalem Camp with Mount Zion, a poem by Anon, Touching Your Heart. Then we heard Shiloh Circle with Cream on Me. G-Funk with What Do You Do with the Trip in Rainbow. The Feeders with She Feeds Me. Luix with Toteca, Song Poem. Matthew and Yogi Bear with A Venus. 
Ash Tree Divine with How You Been. Human with Simple Ways. We finished up with a poem by Diamond Dave. We are the ones. Alrighty. Stay tuned for the second hour. Soon come. Watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Beagleman. It's been Skidoo. I mean, welcome to LWAFLOIT. Skidoo. 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 My name with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Great. Hi. It's uh, LWAFLMOIT. That stands for Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube, where we skidoo. Skidoo. <laughs> we watch a full length movie on YouTube, and we want you to watch the movie with us and listen to our podcast at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we are broadcasting streaming first on mutinyradio.fm is the Mission District's own internet radio station, uh, helping out the community, helping out the community, the voice of the community. The Mission district, because that district is their mission. It's deep in the mission too. It's pretty. It's a pretty cool area. They have a performance space and they do live shows. Oh. So why don't you come on down if you're in San Francisco? Uh, Monday at six and uh, Friday, I guess at eight. But th- those are shows on MutinyRadio.fm. You could check out Joke Workshop. You could check out Pamtastic Comedy Clubhouse. Many other shows for you to add to your podcast, as well as us, L W A F L M O Y T. You have to find us by our acronym. We are sponsored by Mutiny Radio. Please donate to Mutiny by going to Venmo and donating whatever you got at Mutiny Radio. Carl, what is this movie this week? 
Um, the movie this week is Skidoo. It's like you're what? skiing and then D-O-O, but it's one word because if you put, make two words, you get this like skiing, ski mobile product. Okay, yeah, we need the one word like skidoo, like uh, skoo, skoo, do, looking for you. And there's an exclamation point at the end. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's not wacky enough. You're just saying Scooby-Doo. You did. I, 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 yeah, I was going to continue, but I don't remember the second verse. Um, it's been a while. Skidoo, skidoo, skidoo. Where are you? you I think you said, <laughs> how are you? That's what I'm saying. I had to stop. I had to bail. I, I, was, I was in too deep. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we want you to find the celebrated, venerated, excruciatingly awful movie, Skidoo. One of the rare misfires. Uh, well celebrated. One of the great things about bad movies is that there's a community of fans people love mm -hmm. to be in a theater and watch bad movies and they love talking about bad movies and they love doing podcasts and they love doing riffing they love everything everything about bad movies so yeah. if there's overlap if we're doing a title that might be a little ripe <laughs> first off our show is let's watch a full night movie on youtube if skidoo is on youtube yeah we're gonna watch it uh, yeah so that's the reason why we're picking it I originally watched this movie in the 90s as a bootleg C, uh, DVD that I, I rented from Leather Tongue Video in San Francisco. So it's great that it's on YouTube. You know, it's gone a lot. It, it went official. It was officially released. The soundtrack was officially released. It was on TCM Underground. Uh, it's available now. It's on YouTube. So go ahead. We are talking about a movie that we would just rather talk, should be talking over the movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. So go ahead, Skidoo. Exclamation yeah, point. Nineteen sixty-eight. Yeah, that's what you put in the YouTube search engine. S K I D O O. One word. Nineteen sixty-eight. Sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. Oh no, that's exactly it. Oh, our go channel. Ahead. Our yes. channel is Teddy S K eighty-nine. Teddy okay. S K eighty-nine. Teddy S K eighty-nine. Uh, we really <laughs> like this channel. Go ahead and subscribe to that channel too. We like it. Yeah. And yeah. And then uh, go ahead, Skidoo. When you get to the, click the link, hit pause, move the timer to zero, zero, zero. It's a lot to digest. We're going to have a celebrity comedian uh, do countdown the time for us to do it. So, Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Sharon Simon. Welcome, Sharon. Absolutely. I'm very pleased to have you on. I've been knowing you for such a long time. Oh, yeah. We first got to know each other. You were featuring at Scotty's. And gosh, I'm going back like two or three years here. The before times. The before COVID times, right? Yeah, yeah things yeah. were so different then, weren't they? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And we didn't even know how great we had it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you're a regular at Scotty's. You're there all the time, but you're always also yeah. a regular at, like, Broadway Comedy Club, Greenwich Comedy Club, like, all over New York City. Why don't you tell me about what you're doing out there in the comedy circuit, you know, and how long you've been doing it, et cetera? So I love playing Scotty's. It's one of my favorite places to play when I'm in New Jersey. But I, I live in New York City, so I play... Greenwich Village Comedy Club very regularly. I consider that my home club. I'm at Broadway Comedy Club uh, constantly. And then I love going places. I recently worked in Savannah, Georgia, Maryland, the Milton Theater in Delaware, 
Anywhere they'll have me, really. I've been doing comedy for 20 years. I've been doing stand-up for 20 years, I should say. Not comedy, I've been doing it longer. <laughs> but stand-up for 20 solid yes. years. Wow. So yes. we even talked when you were on the train coming back from Georgia. And, and you were, it was one of those overnight halls. You weren't getting off mm -hmm. that train till 11 in the morning. If you haven't done it, I can't recommend it enough. First off, I don't think there's anything more relaxing than the feeling of a train sort of jutting you back and forth gently. It's super, super soothing. And there's so little effort. Like flying, there's so much effort to get yeah. on and off the plane. And, uh, and driving, obviously, you have to be alert and awake the whole time. Like yeah. I, I hung out in the car. I chatted with you. I drank. I wrote. I had a great time. One of the things you do at Broadway Comedy Club is a great game show that we all know about called The Mating Game. Tell me about that. So I love The Mating Game. I was approached during the beginning of the shutdown by someone from Viva Live TV, which is an alternative to Netflix that's international, to host what at that time they, they basically explained it to me. It was going to be like the dating game, but instead of normal people competing for a date, <laughs> comics would compete for a date so this is this is how i like to describe it and carl you're married like i am so you've probably been in the situation i've been in where af after a show all of your friends are hitting on the same person and mm -hmm. trying to sort of out funny each other the, the mating game is that concept everyone's competing yes for a date with a brand new comic or a model or an actor actor very someone nice. in the entertainment industry, usually, but not someone who all the comics would know otherwise. Now, you do the mating game pretty regularly there, right? But we used to be on Viva Live TV and on YouTube, but now it is live at Broadway Comedy Club once a month. I heard Broadway was shutting down because of COVID, and that's what I wanted to ask you about next, like how COVID is affecting comedy and affecting your comedy. So here's the thing, Broadway is, is shutting down. You see a lot of Broadway venues that are choosing to shut down, but there's no mandate to mm. shut down. So when it comes to the comedy clubs, if COVID included, they need the comedy shows to continue in order to survive. I don't know what will or won't survive another shutdown. So I have an obligation to mm -hmm. still show up at the clubs best I can to keep my, me and everyone else around me safe. Well, that's very good of you. And um, is COVID affecting your bookings, though, and other places and such? I just had a cancellation for a show that was in, scheduled for March in Connecticut, but that's the only that's the only work related thing that was canceled. Now, okay, Sharon, how can people find Sharon Simon out there on the internet, YouTube channel, a website? How can they get to you on social media? Let everybody know how to reach you. So my social, my website is Simon Says Laugh. One word, Simon Says Laugh, spelled the correct way. You can find me on Instagram at Simon underscore Says Laugh. Same for YouTube, Sharon Simon Comedy on Facebook. And if you Google me, I come up. I'm everywhere. Yes, I just did Google you prior to this, and you did come up. You came up everywhere. You came up Westside Comedy Club. You came up Mating Game. You came up social media. You're out there. I mean, 20 years in the business, I guess. You're out there, right? So 20 years in the business plus the past five years learning everything that I have to do with 
internet. Prior, I was just showing up at clubs and doing um, my thing, but that's not how comedy works anymore. You have yeah, to adapt. That is really half of it. Simon yeah. says laugh. Okay, so everybody at home is poised to watch this same movie at the same time we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Sharon, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown. I can't wait. Three, two, one, go. Well, that was a great comedian countdown. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of Olive films with a little uh -huh. bit like that. And it's usually the worst movies ever made. They've been re-releasing them. I got to tell you, I, I, lo I love films. I really love them. Yeah. I love films. Oh, I love films, too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought really you were prefacing. I thought you were going to say, but this movie, Skidoo. <laughs> We've I seen Skidoo. Okay, here we go. Yeah, let's get to it. That's the director himself, Otto Preminger. Oh, I didn't let the audience know. Not only are we watching Skidoo, but it's the great Skidoo switcheroo. Michael has done the research, kind of, and he no. is going to lead us through this film. Let's put it this way. We, we want, uh, we're so happy we have listeners. We're so happy that we are approaching our seventh year. Uh, it is the holiday season. <laughs> we're just watching the movie. We've seen this movie. Uh, uh, a lot, a lot better people have talked about this film. I tried looking; it's not in Psychotronic Video Guide, which is crazy. Crazy. But I, I have read it. You know, like uh, I don't know what to say. So we, we, the movie kicks off like in the sixties. Like we watched the movie Head twice. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it does this. It does exactly what Otto Preminger is doing now. It has a television set, and someone's clicking the channel, and we're just watching commercials and sex and just. So they have a remote in '68. Yeah, it was changed everything. You don't have to get up and change the channel. No, why didn't the director make the choice to make it snowy with vertical hold, horizontal hold? Oh, yeah, well, here we go. Here we go. I think it's because it's he has a color scheme. The guy's a bit of a professional. I mean, he's a real director. Yeah. This is this is something in bad movies I always call out. It's where you only like the bad film from a distinguished director. Look at that cola. Those ladies are fine. <laughs> Oh, and then there's war and the juxtaposition. Oh, now dogs and kids are smoking cigarettes <laughs> over booze. Smoking, that's right. <laughs> I, listen, I, I just got full disclosure. I do recall seeing this film, and I think it's a good film, actually. Look, well, Carl, we had that conversation uh, right after our last show where we're like, yeah, I don't remember this movie. I, oh, is this the film with Jackie Gleason in it? Yeah. Oh, but I don't remember it. Is this the one where he goes to jail and takes acid? Yeah. Oh, I think I remember this movie. Is this the one where Groucho Marx plays God? Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. And he has a boat. Yes. We've seen this movie. So that's kind of why we're taking a little break uh, research wise. I'm not trying to Welsh on you, Carl. Well, but, uh, one of the great things about this film is we're still seeing Jackie Gleason in his prime. Jackie Gleason was still, you know, he was just about to turn. Are you oh, sure 68? Oh, look, they got matching. She's got her own box for the remote. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's a status symbol. This <laughs> house, by the way. The remote. They didn't spend the budget on this house, right? Like, is this like, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's well Tony lit. Ben's car wash dude. This is all we can afford. He's a car wash dude? 
Yeah. He got out of the mob like 17 years ago. So he's like John Wick, right? He was in the mob and he fell in love with, you know how uh, John Wick fell in love with that dead woman? Jackie Gleason fell along with Carol Channing, right? So it's the same, same premise, I guess. And, uh, and, uh, I should bury, I, I should bury that joke. Uh, but, <laughs> well, yeah, but he, they allow Jackie Gleason to get out of the criminal world and live a ho hum suburban life. Now, listen, he was a big deal in the 50s and he yes. was great and he's been in great movies and you're seeing him and you're laughing. In this movie, it's 68, right? So how many years have passed? 10 maybe or 12? Right, yeah, absolutely. So what I'm saying is we're still, okay, you and I saw Billions. Remember Which, Billions? Yeah, 1980. He, he was doing Jackie Gleason, but he was walking through that role. You know what I mean? Like we didn't see any comedic, you know. I agree. But here we still have Jackie Gleason at the end of his prime, but in his prime. He's funny in this movie. Hey, Mr. Hippie guy, how do you answer that? Oh, how classic is that when he meets the daughter? He goes, hey, wait a minute. No, daughter of mine is going to date a happy. <laughs> you can't write like that. Oh, you can't write like that. Yeah, and I mean, I he... I love this film because one of the famous actors, you know the cast in here, the, one of the famous actors is not Bud Court. Oh, your actor friend who looks like Bud Court, but oh, he's no, actually no, he, no, it's not no, it's not Danny Goldman. Danny Goldman. Oh, well, right there is uh, yeah. Top Cat. Top Cat sitting on the couch edge. That guy sitting on the couch edge. That's yeah. not Bud Court. That's Arnold Stang. <laughs> well aged Arnold Stang. <laughs> not to me. Well, no, he had a different look. Like I guess Mad 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 World was sixty three. So maybe it's a six-year difference or five-year difference. Look at the lighting of this place. God, overproduced. And but it's for for what? Look how gaudy this fucking place is. I can't well, get it. No, it's gaudy in your like 2021 mind, but oh, well, no one could afford a place like that. You could walk. You could be living in Montclair and walk into a house that was decorated that way in the 60s. Right. Sure. Look that, at that, that appliance. How it's a swimming pool blue. Yeah, I know. I get you. I know, and also I love the food. It's just like four links of sausage, and then he, when he burns it, it's like, uh, like I take cooking lessons from from movies. Do you ever do that? Like you watch a movie and you go, "Oh, that's how you cook. Jackie Gleason cooks a sausage. That's how I'm going to cook it." <laughs> that's interesting. No, I never saw like somebody make something in a movie and go, "Oh, I'm going to try that." Really, I yeah. do that all the time. All the time? Okay. Okay, I got to think of an example. But yeah, no, I'm very gullible. I'm very influential. If uh, there was oh, one I'm movie... gullible and influenceable, too. I mean, that's why Are I you? the commercials when I watch football. <laughs> I just watch the commercials. I don't want, I'm not really watching the football. Well, that's the Super Bowl. But no, listen, I, I, I learned the hard way. You know, I when I started watching football, I mean, we switched to Fios. I bought the uh-huh. Ford F one fifty. Now I mute the commercials. Oh, and then you stop buying things, right? You see yeah. that thing. I mean, look yeah. Look, I, I got the Gerber Life program for the kids. I mute. I mute. Oh, the Gerber Life pro. Yeah. Well, the worst of the look how not Bud Cord, not Bud Cord in there. Arnold Stang, Top Cat, Top Cat. Look at this little, his, this is a ho-hum Montclair house with a secret compartment where he keeps his gangster stuff. 
Well, it's like John Wick. John Wick has it. John Wick. Yeah, he took a pick and he cracked the concrete floor, and music, somber music played, and then he cleared out the. See, look, he burnt it already. Mm-hmm. <sighs> what a sausage fest. <laughs> but the thing is, you don't walk out on cooking. Right. Yeah, that's but right. Well, that course, taught me. We learned something. But you see, there was an emergency, and they had to get the guns. You make sense why they did it. Do you think, like, the, all these years he's been retired, any, like, noise, he goes, grabs a gun, and goes outside? Yeah. This is the According worst hippie. According to the plot, yeah. This hippie, man, like, you ever want to punch a hippie? <laughs> This guy's not going to convince you otherwise. And it's so, like, fake hippie. Like, we oh, have... Oh, so fake hippie, everything's yeah. Everything's so fake. Don't we have a thing, like, about nightclubs and sock hops and uh, yeah. diners and movies that when yeah. you watch them, especially of their time period, it's all fake. Like, when you see, like, a 40s movie where they have a band playing at a dinner club... Well, and... that's... I See, I'm suspicious. I don't know. I just... We don't know. know. We I'm weren't suspicious. around that at a time. Right. But... In the 1980s, you see these movies, and they're in a disco, right? A dance club. <clears throat> and, 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 like, there would be the smoke machines and the beanbag chairs. Right, yeah, it's yeah. It's not yeah. a real place. There is no real, you have to be on the list. Look at it. knocks him in the head. <laughs> Daddy! Yeah. Daddy, he was like, oh, he's bleeding. And look how he fell with his feet on the, up there. You know, Sus um... Sally Struthers was going to play the daughter, and um, Archie Bunker, what's his name, Carol Channing, was going to play Jackie Gleason's part. But this is years before their sitcom, All in the oh, Family. All right, you caught me. I'm lying. <laughs> oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'm assuming we did research. We didn't do research. We're watching. Daddy knocked my boyfriend. I'm right. not going to have no hippie in my house. Oh, I ain't you. Carol Channing's outfit is great right now. I know this is what I'm saying. Like they're not fucking suburban. Like they still have that gangster flair to them. Yeah, he's got Mister Rogers' uh, sweater on. <laughs> Mister Rogers doesn't want it back. He's like, you can keep it, Jackie. Holy cow! Yeah. It's Frankie Avalon showing up on a boat with the Joker. There's Caesar Romero, which. Uh... You know, Otto Preminger was also a Batman villain. Uh-huh. That's interesting. The director played Mr. Freeze. Do you remember Mr. Freeze? I I I, I don't the answer is yes. Like I know the name yeah, and you know I know the I character. watched him, but I can't think of him in my head. Well, oh, so we know Caesar Romero. The Penguin and the Joker. Yeah, so we that was Caesar Romero who just went in the car as the Joker. Mm -hmm. Hey man. Violence is just the language of the illiterate. Right, right. Yeah. This movie. How do I know this America. shit? America. Answer the question, hippie. What kind of question? A man comes into my house? Yeah, he does have the piss and vinegar that we like about Jackie Gleason in this movie. Yeah. And then it just kind of... Not phoning it in. Like, look how he's acting right now, right? Yeah. He's yeah. He's got his, his swagger. When you saw him in Mr. Billions, like, he was in the room, but he was He was stiff. in the room, yeah. He's yeah. just saying his lines. Hey, Cesar Romero, Frankie <laughs> Avalon. <laughs> Holy cow, the Joker! With his mustache. Yeah, I remember the Joker would have makeup over his mustache. Over, yeah. The makeup yeah. would be on the he, mustache. He, 
He would refuse to shave his mustache. Mm-hmm. Love that. That's a classic mustache, too. Now, think about if we had this Jackie Gleason in Mr. Billions. I'm serious. Oh, be... I'm serious now. I think it would be a good movie. Well, okay. So, so, so during the 60s, right? He has these jazz albums. He's probably doing tours and stuff like that. He has his shtick. And he, this is where he comes. But we know him kind of from the 70s and 80s where there's Smokey and the Bandit. And then 80s was nothing but nothing in common with Tom Hanks. That was his last film. Yeah. And then that's a good example. I, I, I mean, that was a good film. He wasn't exactly walking through it, but it wasn't the Jackie Gleason you know. Now, no, look, it, it, it was kind of, he kind of played off the Jackie Gleason. Like he was the archetype of Jackie Gleason in that movie. Yeah, right? I guess. Yeah, like when he was out at the club, uh, uh, you know, um, rocking out to that Dixieland music. And But listen, I got to tell you, uh, in Mr. Billions, like remember in the beginning when, oh, no, I, I really should say just for the record that in Smokey and the Bandit, like that was a great reprise. That got he really did. a He was fully into it in that movie. Energetic. He was yeah. at the top of his game in that movie, even though he had lost it. So you know what's going on. He's learning that this guy who was one of his best friends in the past is going state's evidence, and he's got to kill him. And he's in like, jail. I'm retired. He's putting out his markers, what you're saying, like in John Wick, and John Wick 2. John Wick did the deed. And then this asshole ran over and said, hey, you're back, John Wick. You owe me. You owe me big. Kill my sister. Get me on the table. <laughs> I didn't see the John Wick films. I saw the beginning of the first one. So I don't know yeah. what you're referring to, but... You haven't seen all three over and over again like I did during the pandemic? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it, I, look, I know I'm wrong. I know it's my loss. I know it was a mistake. Uh, you know, but the pandemic's over. We're fine hey. Speaking of the pandemic over, what time do you have on the movie? Okay. Uh, 1350, 1351, 2, 3, 4, 5. 1357. Okay, perfect. That's not true. I bet you that's not true. Perfect. Yeah, they're right, they're right outside. I have 1408 right now. Okay. 14.12. Okay, yeah, I'm two seconds behind. I'm probably just one second behind you. It's cool. Okay, I'll pause. No, no, it's okay. cool. Don't. I had pause. I had pause for a second. I already had pause. It's too late. They're driving off. And this fucking pseudo hippie, look at the fucking car he has. Right? Yeah. It's the 1960s, and he's driving around in a jalopy that probably uh, Patty Arbuckle drove to New to San Francisco. I mean, like, that's a fancy fucking car. Yeah. If, par if your parents have a trust fund, you don't have to fucking advertise. You know, it could be just about it. <laughs> Well, he did say that. Remember, Gleason said to him, um, if you're such a love and no money person, why are you driving that? You know, why aren't you driving a Ford? You remember? Uh, yeah, the old American Ford. Look at that. Ooh, there it is, Carol Channing's legs. Yep. That's she's something good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's great in this movie. She is great in this movie as a comedic actress. I don't know that. It's, well, this the song is like it doesn't help her much, but it's uh, <laughs> you know this this movie really needs a, a delicate balance. Here he is, Tony Banks, car wash. 
<laughs> hey, fellas. Hey, guys. We'll be back with David Crockett after this. Hey, Tony Listen, Banks, Tony Banks Car Wash. Yeah, leave your lights four. on because it's a movie. Leave your lights on. <laughs> hey, he owns this place. This is creepy, right? This is surreal. Cars being washed as he gets closer. Look at Auto Premature with this fucking direction. Nice mm -hmm. camera, how it went behind. It also has a, hey, I have an ad coming up. Wait, that's not, not Bud Court, right? Yeah, that's not, not Bud Court. Oh, that sucks. You know, I have an ad right now. I'm, I'm just killing it. Just keep watching it. Just keep watching it. Nothing Listen, I can do. Um, about it. That might happen. If you're watching at home, just skip an ad as quickly as possible. And yeah, well, ads at the same time, I guess. Well, we, we should, uh, first off, oh, I see. I'm, I'm pressing the wrong button. Okay, there we go. Uh, I'm at 16. Okay, okay, I'm 20. That, like, okay, I'm, I'm like 25 seconds ahead of you. Okay, I'm at 30 now. Yeah. Right. I'm 35. So there's hippies oh, on the you street. Are? You are? Yeah. Say it again. What are you at now? 1641. Okay, then we're fine. I'm two All seconds right. ahead of you. Okay. So now we got the love bus, right? And they're painting peace. Now, they don't even know how to spell peace, right? Look at this. It's love your sex or put your sex. I think it has a rapey vibe, don't you think? This free uh -huh. love kind of creepiness where they're fucking on the mattress. In 1968, no. In 1970 something, like 74, yes. What about like this? All the creeps were into it. No, but I, okay. This will become creepy because everybody, everybody will start doing it. But when it was these exclusive people in like 67, 68, yeah. summer of love, 69, right? When it was, that's when it started like in 69 and 70, it became pop culture. And all, if you were a young person, you're like, okay, I'm going to grow my hair long. You know, the Beatles did it. It became, everyone was dressing hippie. That's when free love turned into like you said rapey that's a little strong but yeah but cre creepy like creepy well that's so that bus scene we just saw obviously it's a set i've never been in a bus that big and right. it has like two naked women we saw some titties we should acknowledge recognize and then uh, painted but yeah okay. not the nipples recognize and then uh but also there was like girls like children lady girls they're like, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is what we do. Strangers come on, they take their clothes off, and we paint them. Yeah, where's and like the it's kid? I don't see the kid. There was a kid. Oh, look, there's a baby. There's a baby? Oh, yeah, that's right. The world's biggest there bus. There is a kid, though? All right, I guess that's that's bad parenting. There it is bad parenting. Wow. So I guess it's their titties up, but what about our, so our actor, our actress... Jackie's daughter, she's wearing a bra. Yeah, she wears bra and panties and they get painted. God, can you imagine being in that bus? When's the dead? This is like hanging out in the parking lot. See, don't you see the kid? He's no. like bored as shit. She's behind the hippie dude, behind Anthony. Uh, I believe you. I definitely believe you. Listen, I think that um, this is a real bus. I think they'd probably cut the back off and they're uh... filming you know elevated he's uh, it he's it <laughs> take that up your ass oh he got busted with a joint and a joint clip how tacky <laughs> what are you arresting me for officer using a roach clip you amateur 
One of the ways this doesn't work for 2021 is when they were coming up, they were singing that song, One Little, Two Little, Three Little. Yeah, you can't sing that song. Right. Well, you know, look at this hippie. That looks like Skeeter. Now look, yeah, that looks like Skeeter. That's the Skeeter we know and love. That's the Skeeter we know and love. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Living by the train tracks in that cool-ass house with all the firewood. Listen, you know, this is nothing about anything, but yeah, that was a cool-ass house. Yeah, they would go up. uh, He lived on the second floor, so you had to go up the... Lofty thing. It wasn't a fire escape, but it was that long... Now, don't you, I do love the fact that the governor, Ronald Reagan, is on the wall. Sure, it's uh, – yeah, you're right. He's governor of California at this point. Yeah. Right. I like that poster. I, I, I wish I had that poster. You know, make, make America beautiful, get a haircut. Yeah, but that guy's haircut is terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's their point. Like, <laughs> like... Oh, it's parody. Now, Otto Preminger, the director, I know him from Batman. I know him from two Billy Wilder movies where he acted. In Sunset Boulevard, he was the butler. And in Stalag 17, he played like a German soldier. Uh-huh. You know, uh, Hogan's Heroes is based on that movie. Right. Stalag 17. Right. So he was kind of like a Hogan. Right, right. Colonel Clink. Colonel Clink guy. But not Colonel Clink. But um, Carol Channing is noticing, is that my daughter? You know? <laughs> Don't you know your own daughter? Well, I would try to black it out. Be like, that can't be my kid. I must be hallucinating. Ooh, are those beanies? No, those are birth control pills. What? They come in that color? Oh, man, that's mine. Let me light it up. Well, it's a movie prop, you know? And he goes, look, see, it's not pot. They're smelling it. It's like cranberry or something. Wait, you got to slow down. I don't, it's like cranberry what? Weed? Uh, No, like incense. Incense. Ew. That's what he's claiming. Well, he's bullshitting them. That looks like Jack Herner to me. That looks like some Kush OG to me. <laughs> so now they're getting... Don't Look at that. Ronald Reagan. It's a movie. You know, that's one thing about this movie is that, like, it's not normal parents who have, like, a hippie boyfriend, you know, in-law. It's they're movie gangsters. You know, they're weird. Like, they're all from movies. They're not like yeah. real people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Now they're all get they have to run out of town, and so the daughter's gonna go with them. So Carol Channel Channing if says, You're all gonna have to come to my house if it's the only way to get your my daughter home. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> where so where do you live, ma'am? Uh Sesame Street. Nelly goes. That's great. We won't be hassled by the cops. And then she's like, Yeah, but she'll be hassled by Ralph. Party are Carol. <laughs> One of these days, Carol. So she's like the bad mom who's like, "Hey, kids, you can have a party at my house." She's Ma. She's uh, Olivia Spencer. You ever see that movie? That's pretty creepy. I didn't. Should I see it? I didn't see it. Olivia yeah, Spencer. yeah. It's uh, they Olivia's. Oh, well, let me just preface it. It's the same creative team that did The Help with Olivia Spencer. It's the same director. He's an actor who appears in it. Oh, look, San Francisco. This is oh. where, men, where men's bathrooms are men's bathrooms. 
Wait, we went to San Francisco. Is this place? Wait a minute. Yeah, that's why I was saying in the trailer, I bet you that's Alcatraz. Yeah, this must be Alcatraz-y. Now, wasn't the... uh, There was like a Native American advocacy group that took over Alcatraz in the 60s. Right. 70s for several years. Yeah. Yeah. For years? Yes. Wow, they can get away with that. Mike, let's go to Alcatraz and just fucking own it. What, that tourist trap? Look at the bathrooms. Yeah. There's no doors in the stall. Well, I think it might be they're going to jail. They don't kind of don't care. Oh, with it, but here's one pick, quick pit stop at Pier 17. Pier 17, quick pit stop before prison. <laughs> now, Ralph is off to find his old buddy and kill him because that's what the mob do- is doing, and they killed his friend. And Ooh, that's like, oh, what was that Vince Vaughn movie, Cell Block 99? That's a crazy fucking film. He uh, ultimately he, he gets himself on the wrong side of bad guys. And he has to go in the most horrifying prison in the world to kill a prisoner. Uh huh. Cell block ninety nine. Oh, yeah. here he is. This is not Bud Court. Here he is. Austin Pendleton. Uh, stick your dick in the hole, sir. And there you Jaws. The... Oh yeah, it is Jaws wearing a mega hat. Uh, Alcatraz and uh, Auschwitz outfit. Richard Keel, that's it. Richard Keel is Jaws. Yeah. My oh, no tattoos. Look at that, not Bud Court. My goodness. How? But Austin. Wow, look at him now. Austin Pendleton is not your not Bud Court. It's another guy. Yeah, I know. He's also not Danny Goldman. Well, he has like when he get aged, you know, people will probably recognize him from the Muppet movies. Or uh, mm-hmm. uh, he was in Russ Never Sleeps. I remember that the Wall Street uh, sequel. He's like, "Are you sure, Charlie? I'm giving you all my money." Uh, <laughs> and then, oh, my favorite Christmas movie is Christmas with the Cranks with Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis. That's your favorite, Chris? Yeah. Oh yeah. Run off to the uh, what but the, the town? Yeah, but the, his neighborhood won't let him. They're right. Like, no, you got to do Christmas. And he goes, Dan, Danny. I- What's his Aykroyd? Dan Aykroyd was like, "Where's yeah. Frosty?" Listen, Dan Aykroyd and Jamie Lee Curtis was in Trading Places, yeah. and then they do Christmas with the Cranks. And there's a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis is wearing a bra, and you just go, "Oh, yeah. well, you know, maybe they're calling. Uh, they think they think they're being cute and calling." No, I I just said, "Oh gosh, I remember when I was 13, and I thought, you know, Jamie Lee oh, Curtis topless, and yeah. yeah, she was topless in Trading Places, right." A lot of things you can't do in training places. I don't think they would allow like a well, yeah, you gorilla customize a guy, I guess, in 2021. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. So he gets what? He's just like back in the charm. Now look at this like hamburglar. Like I bet you in 68 people in their mind had this vision that when you're in prison, <laughs> hamburglars, yeah, yeah. Stri- I don't want to call them stripes because they don't strike well, vertical. It makes me hard to watch. I mean, because it, it reminds me of the Holocaust. It reminds, even Life is Beautiful had the same kind of prison outfit. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. all that's missing is a star. So it's a little awkward for me. It's awkward for me. Uh, it, but, but they're totally yeah. not in the Holocaust. Uh, no, I know. I have to remind myself this movie has uh, nothing to do with anything. So, and then I go, okay. The bus, but anyway, Austin Pennington in Christmas of the Cranks, he's the Santa Claus. Uh-huh. Right? You know, 
in the beginning, like he's got to find an umbrella and there's Santa and he's like, ah, oh, fuck you, Santa. And then an awning, all this ice lands on Tim Allen and he's like, damn you. And Santa's <laughs> laughing. And then he does a good deed at the end, Tim Allen. And Austin shows up and not only is he the real Santa, he's the real Santa. He rides off in a sled at the end of the movie. In Christmas with in the crank, uh, yeah. I guess I don't remember the ending. You don't remember Santa Claus uh, existing and flying off during the end credits? It's not. Maybe I need to watch it again, but I might regret it. I remember he goes down to the tanning <laughs> bed. I remember. Yeah, right. He gets Botox. There there's was a, a priest. There's a great scene in that movie where they're at the mall, and it's like Joe Roth directed it. I think like more of a movie exec, but there's a scene where they they're supposed to be in mid chat, and then the scene starts. So you can really see Tim Allen just coming out of the blue and he's like, I forgot what he said, but it was like the only funny moment where he actually sounded like a person. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Christmas with the Cranks. I recommend it. So Austin Pendleton plays the magic Santa, this guy in the top bunk. Uh-huh. He's not not Danny Goldman plays. Yeah, not Danny Goldman. But he, he has more of a face of like, when he gets older, he has kind of like a squishy, like lovable oh, face. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so whereas Bud Cord, I guess he has a squishable, lovable face. What a party! Definitely, I don't know. Don't you? You don't see why I'm saying it. Like he's washing hippies' hairs. Ma, are you washing hippie hair? <laughs> She's not a bad mom, like you said. No, but there was a woman in the Bay Area who got busted for like throwing parties for for uh her kids Under, friends yeah. yeah it was drinking and then she would like initiate sex uh things you know wow you know um she was a party mom. mom is in the eyes of the beholder <laughs> i mean at 55 that's reprehensible at, at like 14 hey <laughs> you're yeah oh cool well, that's why you, that's why you should check out the movie ma ma he got really fucked over in high school. Actually, it's based on a movie we saw. Remember National Lampoon's Class Reunion? Yes. So that was written by John Hughes. And they go to a reunion, and this guy they made jerk off, who made her, his sister jerk her off because they both, they did a prank on him, a sexual prank on him. He uh -huh. gets scarred, and he gets, seeks revenge. And in Ma, there's something not as, like, you know, broadly comedic as, National Lampoon, but the the kids had tricked her in some kind of sex prank uh -huh. and it scarred her and now she's a psycho. And wow. there's one, one moment when Juliette Lewis is there as a mom and the kid is watching a John Hughes double feature. They mentioned John Hughes's name and it has to be because they stole the plot to his old movie. That sounds like homage. Oh, of course, homage. You're just nodding like, yeah, we know this movie, this ridiculous movie that had a similar thing. We're going to acknowledge it. You know, I mean, only a person like myself who's seen both movies will be like, wait a minute. Yeah, exactly. Look at this. Look at Frankie. Well, yeah, Frankie Avalon is like the son or cousin of the mob guy, and now he's become a mob guy, and he's like all full of himself, and we'll see that comedic, uh, I know you know. Yeah. Where's my father? Was Frankie like deep into this at this point? Oh, right. Like he went to jail and they're not telling him. So when the Joker went over to tell him, you got to go kill this guy, Frankie Avalon was along. And that's when we learned this is your little cousin. It was my, you know. Oh, yeah, right. Freddy, Freddy, frozen foods. 
There you go. This looks better than what I had for dinner. Oh, yeah. Ready Freddy is, is a good company. I don't care if the food's frozen. I just want to make sure it's cooked. There you go, Jackie. Howdy <laughs> ha. Howdy ha. Now, oh. here's the Riddler. Yay, Frank Corshin. Holy snap. We have all sarcastic. So the that was sixty six. So he must have like he's a lot of stunt casting in this movie. Uh huh. Yeah, he, he was the Riddler. This director, like he made uh, a lot of famous films. You know, like the one I remember is Bunny Lake is Missing. It was like a detective yarn. Or, I don't even remember. It was a weird movie, but he made Did these. I see it? <sighs> no, but if okay. it's on TCM, watch it. Like, cause I I haven't seen it. I've watched the oh. Saul. The intro is one of those cool 60s cell boss uh, animated, like, ding, 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 your buddy Lake is missing, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and uh, I never got past that every time I watched it. So I don't, you know, but this, I've seen Skidoo dozens of times. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's like, I don't know, I don't, I understand he wasn't a good person to work with. Like, he was kind of a asshole, but, you know, I, he was a good enough director that I should at least see his other films. Instead of just saying, yeah, I saw Skidoo a hundred times. <laughs> you know, uh, Jaws is, looks pretty young here, and it's definitely before Moonraker and uh, the other yeah. one. What was it? The Spy Who Loved Me? No. He was in The Spy Who Loved Me first, right? And then he yeah. showed up as the main and guy. And then Moonraker, because he was getting called back. He fell in love with the, the I was little, about to little say girl. that. Yeah. She had braces, too, and they both smile. Creepy. I got an ad. I got an ad. It ends at five, four, three, two, one. Five. Oh no! I got another ad. Another ad. Wait, Carl. Do I have Medicare? Let me check. All right. Uh, I'm at uh, thirty-three thirteen. Just let me know where I should be. Okay, thirty-three thirty. One, okay, great. Two. Perfect. Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Look at that, San Francisco. God, what a great view. I know. I'm a little slow. <laughs> So, like, Frankie's impressed with himself using his modern electronics that we probably think look big and clunky. I think this is a pretty cool San Francisco pad. Not since Dudley Moore had that place in uh, Foul Play. Uh-huh. Foul Play. Was that the one where he was the conductor? No, that takes place in Manhattan. No, this one, you know, we had discussed about this movie, and it, it frustrates me, and I can imagine our listeners get frustrated when we're like who was that guy he was overweight in that, <laughs> that burt reynolds movie uh well he, i didn't do full research this time i didn't do any research this time so i was there the research what's there the research auto preminger made a hippie movie comedy and it's awful yeah like i don't even know like i had misgivings the fact that it's on youtube is the reason why we're watching this because yeah. it's like we want to celebrate it but it's like donald trump you can't make fun of a parody you know this movie is already bizarre as it is. <laughs> what am I going to add to it? Nothing. So he was expecting this sexy redhead to show up, and instead it's Carol Channing going, where's my husband? Where is my husband? He's really agree. So is, he trying to, is he trying to mack on her? No. But Carol Channing is he's, she's getting kicked out, so Carol Channing is being cunning and brilliant and flipping it, going, what a great place you have here. And it touches his ego, you know. Oh, all these electronics. <laughs> now she starts dancing. And I know, I love her. Minute, sister. 
I met her. I didn't meet her. I was at a show where her and Mort Saul were there. Uh-huh. The late Mort Saul. So you got an eye full of her. Yeah. Well, they had done like a, it was in San Francisco and there was like a public, uh, uh, con- you know, like one of those in conversations with, and they had one with Carol Channing and then they had one with Mort Saul and uh-huh. they did, they did it twice in one day. And I was there for the second show for Mort Saul. And the, the moderator says, you know, Carol Channing was, she runs on stage. She's like, hi, hi, hi. Oh, that's great. Listen, that if was, you yeah. don't like her, just change the Channing. <laughs> that's what I keep telling people. <laughs> you don't have to watch. You can watch what? a different Channing. Yeah. yeah, right. Stop complaining. Well, you know, do you think Otto picked her because of same bad time, same bad Channing? <laughs> right. That's a bit of a stretch. That's a good one. No, there's so many Batman. There's the Riddler. There's the Joker. Riddler. There's Joker. Yeah, the Holy Trinity. Bat Channing. It's directed by Mr. Freeze. Yeah, same Bat Channing. <laughs> Jackie Gleason never got to be on that show. Was Frankie Avalon a villain? I don't think so. Uh, you know, he would have been a great choice for a villain uh, on Batman. You know, we we watched a bunch of we watched the beach the surf movie that they skied right that bizarre ski movie. God, look at Carol, she's that. Well, Are you trying the to doorbell seduce me? has rung, right? And so uh, he's like, "You got to leave. My redhead is here." She goes, "When she 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 sees me, she'll leave." He was she's trying to be cunning, and it was working. But then he won up her. Yeah, weird. So she's suffocating in the sub-basement, the call space. <laughs> yeah. Buried alive. Buried. Ryan Reynolds is buried. Oh, I have so much paperwork. I thought I could leave the office if I buried. <laughs> that would be my, my horror movie. What do you mean I got another email? <laughs> what was that movie... Was it Jeff Bridges and he played a serial killer and it, there was infinity in it and his daughter and oh there was guy who was writing a book about his missing girlfriend and the new girlfriend would have none of it. I, I'm gonna have to dig Jeff Bridges, you say, eh? Did I, he have a beard or is he clean shaven, Jeff Bridges? He was clean shaven, but he was like weirdo. He walked slanted and he was like almost like he had a, had a stroke. <laughs> Was he like kooky weirdo or was he serious no, weirdo? No, he was serious weirdo. Yeah, he does. Now, he does. He, he, so the daughter comes in, it's like, where's my father? And he's kicking her out and she's doing exactly what Carol Channing did. And now he's really sending the redhead packing. Yeah, look at her. Oh, look at that San Francisco fucking. So, wow, wait a minute. So they must live in the Bay Area. I thought this was a Los Angeles movie. I mean, oh, uh, no, so, uh, I, I think I think it's definitely the Bay Area. I yeah, don't know. Look at that, that view. Houses, but, look at the bridge. See, there's the. Yeah, there's the Golden Gate. The oh, yeah. um, it's not the Bay Bridge. Remember our tribute to the Bay Bridge. <laughs> right, I love that. We uh, we were on the uh, Golden, Golden Gate, Gate Bridge, talking up the Bay Bridge, showing footage of it to the left. Right. Yeah, we moved the camera instead of showing the uh, iconic International Orange Bridge. We moved we the camera about to the right. How it was constructed and what you know pirates think and how the Golden Gate Bridge looks all rusty. 
he's trying to he's Matt Lowering her locks the door puts presses a button and closes the curtain <laughs> it's all your fault see yeah the uh that that uh potential young woman movie it's all it flips this on the head she'll be like she'll suddenly not get so she'll get sober and she'll be like what are you doing frankie (laughs) i thought you were unconscious carol channing yeah mom awkward buried alive hello hello oh my god jesus christ i'm so embarrassed look at my wig Look at my bra. Oh, there we go. Yeah, see? Oh, my cleavage is showing. I'll hide it with a pillow. <laughs> Look Whatever at her face, She's like, don't you know I'm acting? I know. Yes, he's the only one acting in this movie. I love the Mobius he has. The, the mobile. Mo- yeah, the remote. Uh, it's the Remobius. whole thing, right? Click, 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 click. What? He got it messed up. Oh, the tree. Oh, right. This is the gangster thing. Oh, yeah. That's who's under who. Yeah. So funny. Who's See, that's who's like who's that. Who's then again, John Wick, there's a secret organization. This is more like Fargo, I guess, where they have like a, a business of, of crime. The TV show Fargo, not the actual movie. I think that was the um, the, the, ser- the, the season with that super famous guy who played Oh, Ian McGregor, right? He plays twins in that one. I like that yeah, one. That was a good I really season. I like that one. Uh, you know, the, I saw the second season first and I was like floored. I just thought, wow, this is what a great TV show. And I watched mm-hmm. the first season and I went, holy fuck. Yeah. And then the third one was all right. You know, it's strained at parts. And the fourth one, you know, it happened. The it was, third one again. The third one was with Carrie Coon and uh, she goes to Los Angeles. Uh, and uh, uh, I think that's the one with Ian McGregor. Oh yeah, then that yeah, I liked that series. That subplot got a little. It was good when he when you would you would learn how he used to be an author, and you learned the backstory. Yeah, right. It was that, good. It was good. Yeah, it was. You know, it was fun. It's fun. Sorry, audience. <laughs> yeah, sorry. But and then the fourth season, I, I liked. You know, I don't. I didn't think it was as stellar as the other ones, but. You know, I, I, I'll I'll vouch for it. I thought there was some great performances. You're you not going to not watch it when you watch the other season. That's the thing. It's like you know, you watch 12 episodes of a show. You so you invest 13 hours of your life, and then you're going to say, the "Oh, it's so hippie away." Yeah, I'm trying to think where they're at. I can tell for sure. I don't know if it's a famous hotel or just like. Well, all of the years I um, spent in San Francisco, I can clearly see that that's nodding. Uh, gate, <laughs> Notting Gate, yes, yeah, Notting Hill, and no, Notting Gate. And look, you can see down. You see the um, panorama. I oh, it must be. You know what? A diner I, in Jersey. They have that painting. Oh, really? Wow, oh, that's quite tower. Right there, that tower behind in the back. Yeah, and there's the Francis Lightning Rod. Francis yeah, Lightning, yeah. I, yeah, in Frisco. I, I, yeah. I, uh, of all my years there. That's Bill Graham's penis. Even when he said Bill Graham presents, <laughs> people didn't realize it was a, a tower of his penis. Presents. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Maybe that was, uh, at Curvy Street, Deer Flow. Look at this. Ah. 
I'm actually missing you. Look at him with this cigarette. He even writes like Jackie Gleason. I got to write all caps with a smoke in my hand. He doesn't know that in the future, that'll mean yelling. (laughs) She gets the letters like, all right, calm down. Dare Carol Channing. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, turn that letter down. You. (laughs) I know that you know that I know that you know you miss me. (laughs) And I know that you know. Love it. Love it. Uh, I got a need to address the wife. Now, I really oh. like this scene because the hippie gets rejected. And, you know, he's been smug and smart. Yeah, right, yeah. So he gets rejected and he handles it, you think. And then all of a sudden he's not handling it. He's trying to do- go with Mickey oh, Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Oh, he Mickey plays Rooney. a jockey in this film. He's been in so many bad movies that's unbelievable. He'll yeah. he'll do anything, and because yep. he needs to, there's a certain point where he just couldn't get work. But you know, he did these. He did this. He did a uh, beach blanket, uh, uh, bingo you know. with uh, uh, Frankie Avalon. You know, he he showed up and stuff. So he's like he's the gangster that uh, Jackie has to kill. Yes, exactly. His former best friend, and now he's a big shot, which kind of doesn't make sense in the plot because. He's turning state's evidence. Why would he do that? Well, maybe he's just playing all the angles. Oh, no, now he knows. Oh, wait, Oh, someone's talking to him through the TV, right? Yeah, because not Bud Court is an expert with electronics or technology or some shit. And there's he no way. would talk through the TV. No, there's no a way. way. No, no, yeah, give what? All right, 1968, here's the tr- TV, go ahead, yeah. show me the way. If show you me have the way. a wire, okay, okay, okay. If you right, have pretend- a wire, like a phone wire or something, if you have a, I mean, they wouldn't have cable, but if you've got an electricity line, as long as you can isolate it so no electricity's flowing through it, that's no, like, I, I call malarkey. A microphone. Yeah. No, you just send, you know, like a mic, one microphone. To, it, it, it's absolutely possible. Malark. This okay. is bull- this movie's just suddenly got unrealistic for me. I call bullshit. I call bullshit on this movie. This is Pulpy Cook, young man. Oh, are you the manager? Excuse me. I'd like to talk to your manager. Oh, I'd hang like to on. Talk to your TV, please. Kevin. Kevin. That guy wants to talk to you. I heard that. <laughs> Get a load of fatso here. <laughs> Excuse me, it's Flatso, Mr. Mike Splatsoman. Go get Harvey. Uh, he's still talking to TV. Yeah, he's talking to Jackie Gleason, and I don't remember. My memory of what's going on is fading now. I oh, have what is the midpoint? Forever. Well, I think they're reminiscing, but he kind of realizes that that he's there to kill him. Oh, he does realize? Okay. I think so. Yeah, you can see in Jackie's face, uh, I'm caught, and he's... But he's cool about it? I don't remember the details. See, so this is a kind of a hazy area for me. Like, I I forgot how he... At one point, he's going to take acid, and then he's going to shrink and walk out of the prison or some shit like that. He gets out of the prison by balloon. We saw it in the trailer. Oh, right. 
That's right. I, I, you were like, that's Alcatraz. I'm like, no, that's Warner Brothers. He broke the third wall here, like crazy. Yeah, he's is he talking? Well, he's talking to Jackie, but he's staring right yes. in the camera. Yes. Yeah, well, that's a director's choice. Yeah, and you don't like it. It's not that I don't like it. I see what he's doing. Like, you notice, like, this is the most well lit movie I've ever seen. You can see the shadows of where the lighting. <laughs> I mean, look, look, just like, like, you know, house, no prison has lighting like this. You know, a movie will have lighting, but these are interiors and he just lights it well. He knows what he's doing. He can produce a movie. Yeah. You know, and yeah, look vibrant. at those shadows. Look at those shadows. That's what I'm saying. Look at these shadows. No, but that looks, yeah, maybe because it's a jail. But I'm saying, like, you don't think these were unintentional? This was intentional. Uh, I think it was that... intentional. I do. Yeah. So he had this in mind. Yeah, look how he's got the chain from the wall, and you see the yeah, shadow. Yeah, three different bars over them all the time. There's one Jackie Gleason shadow. He's got a cap, and he's moving his arm back, and he's moving his other hand this way. And then there's another one where he's riding a bus. Oh, like a shadow puppet. Yeah, like the famous scenes from Jackie. There's what was his character like? Google the drunk, the Google Gehamin. Oh, you're talking about like on his variety show or something? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I he did, did a lot. Those, but my recollection is not strong. Now, I what was the deal with that. the Honeymooners? Honeymooners was a sketch within a variety show, right? Yeah, and then first. Mm -hmm. And they were able to to whittle it to 22 minutes and syndicate it. And that's what we know and love. The 39 uh, No, it was. Well, the short answer, I guess, to you is yes. But the thing is, they did it as a sketch on the variety show, and it was just a hit. So we, they would bring it back all the time, and then it became like a fifteen-minute segment. So eventually, it just became a pilot, and they they launched a series. No more variety show. He was just doing the honeymooners on his own. Now those variety show ones are the lost episodes. Yeah, that sounds right. Because I remember the lost episode. They were like, "We found them on Cinescope." Yeah, right, so and it's like. Those fifteen minute segments or something like that, yes. Okay, now this is Groucho. part of the movie. I remember, we remember this part. Groucho, look at look Groucho Company. Way to go, Grouch. Yeah. He's with Imam. Your no, mom? He, he's with who did David Bowie marry? Oh I, Iman, I guess, right? Iman, I, I, Iman. It's, yeah, it's glamorous. Ooh, back full back all nudity. <laughs> that's right i thought oh. of you carl walking in los angeles there was a woman who had full backle nudity I, <laughs> I said wow look full backle nudity she said listen you fucking creep you're twice yeah. as old yeah oh, oh excuse me ma'am i'm dressing you with my eyes ma'am <laughs> i was i was dressing her with her eyes i'm not a creep i'm dressing you with my eyes she's like my back is back here i gotta do that at the open mic somehow i'm that's just the punch. I'm dressing you. Whoa. Is it? Oh, full that? crackle nudity. That's what I went. Whoa. Way to go. Oh, so they got to approach God to say what? Bring Jackie home? Um, No, I think that I don't remember. But yeah, they're going to him to say, please free my father. That's why they're going. No, I think Avalon's bringing him her because he's got a crush on her i guess and i guess uh, the hippie made it yeah i know i'm glad 
Now, what kind of beard is, is Groucho sporting? Is he? It's not his old man real mustache, right? It's, it's, it looks like the old grease paint from the 30s. Because at a certain point when he was doing the show, there we go. Look at that. That's yeah, his old that's grease paint. paint. But when he was doing You Bet Your Life, he had a regular full-on mustache. Well, yeah. I mean, that was really past his prime. It was, uh, uh, he didn't need to touch the shtick. Yeah. Well, we saw A Night in Casablanca, which was one of our last good movies. Well, I think it was their last film. No, and... no, they did like they've done they last as a as a group, I guess, but they they did like the big store and so they, know, they did segments. Yeah, well, there's well, there's a famous Cecil D. Mill Ten Commandments that had like I think Groucho in one scene and Harpo in another, mm-hmm. but. They did like I, I have a box set of like cheap DVDs of like the other movies that uh, the Marx Brothers did, and you know there'll be other people involved. And Groucho will come in and say something, and it, w- it was not a none of the energy. What? Oh, he took the acid already. <laughs> Look at his Jackie Gleason eyes. He would never do that in Billions, right? Well, Billions, I don't think I think. He's like, I'm a character actor. Give me some of that blotter pad, Milton. You remember in the beginning of Billions when they were pretending to be Western? Mr. Billion. Yeah. They were over in Italy picking him up. Remember, Jackie? Yeah. They were, they were at a restaurant. This is Bud Spencer, who was famous for having uh, being part of a comedy duo, but his American premiere was without his buddy. Uh-huh, with, without. Yeah. And it was... Uh, it winds up he he had an inheritance and uh, Jackie Gleason was trying to prevent him from getting it. That sounds like billions. Yeah. So, uh, what I'm saying is, imagine in that restaurant scene if we were seeing this Jackie Gleason, like they come he, in and they start shooting up, his eyes would go, "Huh? What the fuck is going on?" You know. Yeah, uh, I agree with it. I mean, he's acting right now. He's tripping balls. And uh, as an actor, I must prepare to trip balls. I think he probably never really did acid because it's acting is like, I'm crazy. I'm not sure what I'm talking about, but so I guess not Bud Cork slipped him the acid. He didn't give it to the religious guy because he didn't want to hear it. Well, I'm tripping balls. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl. <laughs> he took the drug juice. Speak to my eyes. Yeah, you're right. How many fingers are my are you holding up? Six. You didn't take <laughs> all the drug juice, did you? Listen, Carl, I drank all the drug juice. Look, I saw the drug yeah, juice. You're supposed to take a little bit. Whoa! I didn't realize there was going to be homework in this movie. <laughs> oh, it's hullabaloo with six numbers. Not six plus five equals nine. Well, I mean, it's rudimentary math. Uh, something's missing from this movie. Or I like this movie. You were knocking it so bad. Yes, I'm knocking it now. It's a piece of shit. Listen, oh. I like I like Monkey's movie. I like Head. That was a great movie. That mm-hmm. was fun. It was it was criticizing the the vapidness of the pop culture and that they well, helped that make they were vapid. Them, right. They were vapid before that movie. Right. Well, and the movie was shot in a vapid style. Oh, Gento is there. Hey, look, he's he's clipping it. I've never. 
God, it does not seem like I would not want to drop acid with Jackie Gleason. <laughs> yeah, maybe I do. Have a bad trip because he was always so bossy and pushy. You know, he was hiding in security. What's uh-huh. that screw about? Uh oh, God! The screws loose. Uh, loose screw. Groucho was so famous, all they had to do for this scene was go out to a novelty store. I shit you not, another ad. Okay. I should have watched, I should have moved the movie to the end and restarted it, which is the only way you could do it. We should have figured out before this. Well, we just wanted to do this film. All right. Uh-huh. Well, look, look, people listening at home, go to the YouTube channel. Usually the day after this is released, I put it on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Look for Skidoo on the YouTube channel. You just click on it one click, and you're watching the movie with us. And if you can't find it, just call out Skidoo. Skidoo. <laughs> you got to throw up in a sink. By the way, that poster that Pendleton put up is pretty gross. Uh-huh. What it's is the guy's, he's, guy's eating out of Uncle Sam's ass. Ew, really? Oh, I think my vice versa. I think Uncle Sam's eating. Yeah, mm-hmm. look, it, it's right by I his bald head. That- I think that people who eat ass are bottom feeders. They are totally. It's not kosher because you're <laughs> they, they chew their own cud. Whoa! Oh, in the sink? That's unheard of. Get out! I Did also have a daughter. Talking? She smiles sometimes. What? Oh, the stopper! Oh, look! It's the hamburglar. He's gone from uh, burgers to money. Mickey Rooney. I didn't know there was going to be a jockey in this film. No, that's Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney, stand up. Don't take. I am standing up. Hey, there we go. Look at this. How, does he remember what Mickey what Rooney looks that? like? Oh, that's that Peter Lawford. Not friend. No? no. Isn't it Peter Lawford? I don't know. I don't know who that is. He was. He was one of the Rat Pack guys. He was. A, oh, that's other, cool. Yeah, he was not a pleasant guy. Worth his salt. I bet you I would have liked him. Huh. Peter. Wow, look at those eyes. Yeah, you're right. Acting Jackie Gleason. He was in uh, uh, Cincinnati Kid, right? He was No, he was in The Color of Money and the film beforehand, The Hustler. And that was like a famous movie. Cincinnati Kid was the poker one with the guy from Bullet. Right, but wasn't his adversary uh, Jackie Gleason in that movie? Minnesota Fats or some bullshit. I know he was. Yeah, in... I saw that film, and I don't know why I can't remember. Yeah, they played stud at the end, five card stud, which is a crazy mm-hmm. game to play. I've been stud being it. Uh, yeah, you don't actually have to get a, a tongue stud. It's just, it's just, a, it means it's only five cards. What? Uh, what's oh, this thing is still going on? What this is it is... called? A, a tongue stud? Did you call? Ton- yeah, isn't that um, where you get your tongue yeah. pierced? Maybe I could do the joke if if you have a unstud USD USD. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. You know, that's you could get disease on it. I mean, look at the name. You can't spell stud without STD. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, you're a stud, all right. S-U-D, uh, or ear. An S-T-D. Look at that. Like, the guy's sticking his, he's tonguing uh, Liberty's ass. Oh, Uh-oh. wow. I am at 
59059. A couple seconds behind you. Just a couple means two or well right now um, I moved I moved I moved ahead. I'm now at fifty nine fifteen. 23, 24, 25. All, All right, right, I'm on 25. I'm on 25. There Great, fine. That works. Hey, Pendleton just gave him a... Uh, yeah, a shaving... Thingy. A shaving cream. I use those. Those you are do? great. Yeah, man, you get to lather your whole face. Yeah, I don't... I have so little hair. I shave dry, Mike. Well, you, your skin must be a fucking mess. Yeah, you know me all my life. Is it a fucking mess? I just thought your skin was red because of your alcoholism. I didn't realize it's because you don't use lubrication when you shave. All right, I just put on the video. All look. right, look at you. Look, look, look. Wow. Yeah, look. I see. Look. Yeah, look at that. It's fucking no red like a baby. <laughs> you had three kids. Their asses must have been redder than your face. What the hell? Yeah. Look, I shaved this I morning. Like I shaved this morning, and you can see it's double. Actually, I'm getting like that pudge face where I need to have a beard, and I don't want to go that route. I'd rather just be up front of Well, my... I went that route. A beard like defines your chin when you can't, you know? Yeah, but you know, That's my my father it. and my uncle, we all look like this. So, you know, might as well keep this tradition going. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't shave for like a six days, and it was like fucking fuzzy as shit, and it was driving me up the wall. Yeah, when you first have a beard or a mustache, it does bother the fuck out of you. Yeah. After about a week, whoa! I'm into her. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not literally. I well, want what? to be into her. But the hippie's not. Look at that. Get out of here, Frankie. She's having the time of her life. Uh-huh. She's cracking up. Or her backside is cracking up. Crack. Come here, you hippie. Oh, she's chasing the hippie around the boat. That reminds me of that old sailor song. It chased the hippie around the boat. Does it bring him in the rigging? Bring him in the rigging? Remember that from the Sex Pistols movie? Till there's nothing left to do. Hey. You know, I, okay. Did that, I don't know. I don't think so. Did that movie ever really get made? Is it a yeah, 100% absolutely. movie? It's okay. a 100% it's movie. Rock and roll swindle. The great rock and roll swindle. And a lot of there's a there's a lot of new songs, but it's usually just Steve Jones or whatever. And one of the songs they did was like this sailor chanting, There we go. Finally, Hippie gets a clue. Jesus Christ. Don't you get it, Hippie? Get off of me, Groucho. What do you How think you are, Chico? You get an audience with God. I mean, they just pulled up on a boat. Right. Look at it. He has the, the mouth of Groucho and the hands of Chico. <laughs> he just keeps on pawing her. Yeah. You. So he has. I'm trying to. I'm gonna have to play the voice. I, I'm gonna have to raise the sound. I want to hear what Gretchen sounds like. Okay. He's great. Jesus, he's like those comics are always on. And I, when I mean I'm always on, I mean I'm here stuttering and I'm still riffing. <laughs> I I gotta tell you, incoherent mumbling. I just think he is incoherent mumbling. But but the thing is, he, it's not like he is riff. I mean, <laughs> look, he's good. Yeah, there you go. Way to go, Groucho. Look, your hippie friend's getting fucked. Fuck. Look at that. 
I am disapproving of you for the first time ever. Right. Hey, you yeah. know what? She rejected him, and then she shows up, and he's uh, getting it on. The Riddler. Oh, Riddler. Take your bucket of slop. Hey, you like my cap? going to make America great again. <laughs> Good, dude. Oh, he's going to train you. Now you're a trainee. Here's your, your red cap. Oh, so he's, oh, you're going to kill, you're going to kill him, see, with this knife. Want me to kill him with this? Look at, yeah, Jackie is alive. He's alert. He yeah. can look at the, the knife. <laughs> that poster. Kids for peace. Ew, I see it now. Yeah, that's what I'm what saying. I mean, what? A, that's 1968, dude. That's 53 oh, years old, that poster. Goodness. That's the yeah, one that's poster right. I'm going to see. I want to talk to those that those people today. That bitch, they're ashamed. They're probably. But I'm, I'm saying there's a whole new generation who's like, yeah, I did. That's called foreplay. Well, maybe not being forced to. They're forced to lick the ass of America. <laughs> Heavy. Oh, you. When you say it, it sounds so negative. Is it supposed to be like? Is that guy an American? Hey, wait a second. See the red bands? Now you get a Holocaust vibe. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, yeah. it's, and I, it has to have some. He was in the movie Stalic 17. It's not like, no, it does. no, it's just the stereotype of what prisoners look like to people who go to the Robble. movies in the 60s, right? Right. And they say, um, Robble, Robble, and they steal your hamburger. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, I told him he could keep it. I said, I gave it to him before he stole it. And undercut the burglar, hamburger. No, I want you to have it. I gave it to you. You didn't steal. Do you ever watch Dora? The Explorer? Yeah, and there's Swiper, right? Yeah, but, you know, I keep telling them, don't, no swiping. Right. See, that's the thing. Like, I used to work with this lady, and she would talk about how frustrated her kid was with Swiper, that idiot. <laughs> swiper, no swiping. Hey, I'm a criminal. I'm gonna swipe, you know. They call me uh, Swiper at work just because I was on Tinder a lot. Is he coming down now? Oh, I hit an epiphany. Oh, epiphany. I'm peeking. So, what, so tell us your epiphany. It was, uh, it was, uh, remember that game show where he doesn't remember the answer? Well, can I pitch you on an idea I had? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like in the center of a building, right, there would be this box, you get in it, and you select the floor you want to go to, and then by a series of, like, weights and pulleys, it would rise you to that floor, and that way you don't have to take the stairs. Wait a minute, they would physically move the building and keep the box in place? No, the box would move. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is just my elevator pitch. <laughs> love it. Love I'm it. working on it. Well, uh, and then you're like, yeah, sounds good. What about the soundtrack? Oh, I would say, that's the elevator pitch. Is Groucho upset that, like, he fucked his girl? Yeah, he is. He has to be. Why would God be talking to the, like, you know, there's no pyramid scheme to Groucho. He's directly calling the boots on the ground. Yeah. Did he kill him yet? Well, get him killed. He can't go state's evidence. 
Well, don't forget the boots on the ground is using the fucking call board from the the cops. Oh yeah, because he's connected and everything. But I mean, what I'm saying is the guy's name is God, right? He's alone right. on a yacht, and meanwhile he's in the day today. Like we're going down there. See, I want him rubbed out. Okay, it's just too like mid level bossy, right? It's middle management. Now, what does God represent in this movie? Um, money that that gives him power. He's all powerful. Gotcha. Because it's like the, he's the elusive gangster, and that's why no one can see him, and that's why he's called God or something like that. Yeah, like that. But it's all because he has enough money that he can do that. He can be mobile. He can have a million guards. He can, you know, he can stay isolated. Nobody that, gets to meet. No one in, no one out. He talks to his lieutenants. Shirtless Frankie Avalon with a pencil-thin mustache. And Annette Funicello was nowhere to be found. And you know what? I got ads in one. Can you, you fucking believe rich it? Because he has a snooker table. You got ads again? Yeah, I'm burning through them right now. I'm back. I'm back. Oh damn it! Uh, where, where? Not, uh... Can you tell me when you hit fifteen? I'm there. Okay, okay. I'll tell you or when. Twenty five. When you hit eight oh eight to twenty five. It's time to ask. <laughs> I'm at 30, 31, 32. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm right behind you. All right. Oh no! Hey, you oh, gotta help me, Doc. Box? I got oh, the chicken box. Oh, to get them out of here or some shit. Yeah, they took acid, and this is the best they could come up with. Hey, we could put red dots in our face and say we got chicken box. Yeah, that's a good idea. Or we could take more acid. That sounds like a better idea. <laughs> or we could take more acid. Any like want to like take a day off, have a break? Ah, you would think, but no, we should oh. take more acid. Did you see what he put up there? Yeah, the pizza pie. I didn't know he, he knew how to box. <laughs> uh, the kids are still going to find those presents. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, great. Mission Impossible. Yeah, you you want to hear some fucking right-wing bullshit, man? When oh, Trump yeah. was elected, right? My yeah. father-in-law came over for the for Christmas for you know like on Christmas Day or Eve whatever it was for the family thing and he goes Merry Christmas Merry Christmas Merry Christmas and he goes to me he goes isn't it great now that Trump's in office we can say Merry Christmas again I was like oh thank God fucking asshole <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's well, so happy true because I to you too Jack well because I've never heard. Anyone say Merry Christmas uh, starting the day at the second of Halloween ends to uh, November uh, to January 2nd. So I'm glad it was all thanks to Trump. Uh, Next thing you know, though, like when Thanksgiving comes around, we'll celebrate as a you know recognized holiday. Thank Ashana. What I don't understand, like people don't understand about Christmas, is that they'll say, Oh, this woke uh, culture is canceling everything. You can't. Mm -hmm. Every, name me a cr recent Christmas song, right? Mariah Carey, and that was 30 years ago. The rest are, are you know, Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer 40 years ago. It's all, <laughs> yeah. it's all jingle bells and stuff from the 40s. Yeah. Silent Night, you know, like White Christmas and all that it's shit. It's the traditional ones that come up each day. Why can't we evolve as a, as a culture? And I'm, I'm I'll skip this one this year. Mary, oh, God, yeah. Lucky fucking... 
the waitresses. No one goddamn remembers Square Pegs. That's right. But they Still wrote one Christmas song. Having a wonderful Christmas. I know. He made bank off of that. And now, you know, what's another? Oh, uh, last Christmas, I gave you my yeah. heart. Lucky so Wham, bro. What, move on as a culture. Like, let's grow. We don't have to all. Yeah. Work. Or stop saying that the, the culture is dead and that people are rejecting things from 50 years ago because it every year isn't. it's the same fucking old song. So obviously, we're, we haven't evolved. Or we haven't rejected it. Yeah. They'll say, oh, oh, we we're just. There it is. It's not that I don't want, like, oh, Baby, it's cold outside. That's a rape culture uh, song, and we we shouldn't be singing it. No, we just want another song. You know, like does yeah. that hurt? God, the movie Toys with Robin Williams takes place at Christmas, and they had Trevor Horn write a Christmas song, original song. Right. No one remembers it. The movie's a fucking bomb. Why don't we just play that song a hundred million times? Oh, here's one that's interesting. The um, and it at Christmas time, it came from a movie. It was um. Back, uh, Home Alone 2. Right. And that became that. That's, um, well, wasn't Home Alone a Christmas? It came out during Christmas. The, well, yeah. that, yeah, that Home, Home Alone 2, yeah, it's Christmas in New York and they're singing right. that song. And it's like, it's a made up Christmas song, right? And then, like, years later, because that movie was so popular, now they're playing it at the elementary school. I know, but that's because we're starved as a culture for new Christmas content. Mm -hmm. And the problem is, it's too much Christmas content. You have cable networks play, you know, they would, terrestrial television channels would play like one Christmas movie after another, and they would start in September and end in October. In you January, know, I mean. every, every, uh, all the smart musicians made one Christmas song, you know what I mean? And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, I always think of every like year. Seth Rogen, who's a terrific Jew, even made the night before, which is like even he made a Christmas movie. You know, mm -hmm. they're not they're not stupid. And that movie was all references about Christmas movies anyway, you know. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed that movie, but it wasn't the greatest. I remember he was like giving the nod to the cool Jewish guy, you know, yeah. to eat him. That was pretty cool. It was all in slow motion. Yeah, it was not <laughs> they've they've done better movies. But yeah, but exists. I mean, it was fun. Look at this. He's got a little pep pill. Beard of St. Louis. So I guess there's a lot of characters and they either still say in the movie there. So they're trying to figure out the, the puzzle. I know it's somebody who left a note, right? Which they wrote on the wall. Yeah, which was that's. That was um, that was a stereotype about poor people. Do you remember that song, um, <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee? People write on the wall because they don't yeah. have, can't afford paper. Yeah, yeah, it's like, and they're dumb. Like my uncle yeah. wrote it on the wall. Yeah, you don't remember that song? How did I got it. I got it. I'll have to check it out. But you're right. Like if you check out my house, and by the phone it says, uh, "Coffee, three o'clock." <laughs> Call Carl. Carl Cole says rude on the phone. Mike, he says. Mike. I remember now. Long distance information. Give me Memphis, Tennessee. Do you know it? All right, oh, never mind. No. I'll check it out. You know what this scene reminds me of? Have you ever seen Paddington Bear? Paddington and Paddington Two. Is he 2? flashing back? I have seen Paddington. 
Do you remember the old when he goes to prison? They all wore outfits like that. He he died in pink. No, I don't. Wait a second. Everyone's on acid. That's right. Oh right. That's why he's seeing all that shit. Tune in and drop out, my brother. Now oh, it's wow. a movie bit. When we watched the trailer last week, Timothy Leary, Dr. Timothy Leary was like, you got to see this movie. Yeah. Let me hear Burgess. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was so. There it is. Oh, are they on acid too? I guess yes. Yeah, I guess you can hear it from the. From the it's echo. what old people do. Oh, so I finally figured out what you're trying to tell me. The Penguin, the Joker, and the Riddler, and Mr. Freeze are all in this movie. Yeah, and same Bat Channing. Same Bat Channing, same Bat Time, same Bat Channing. There's no Star Trek connection, but Batman, hell yeah. You know, at the end of this movie, the announcer says, no, I guess uh, Ralph is not on acid. Oh, they gave acid to everyone else. Yeah. They, uh, that's a crime. They should be, go to jail for that. Not Bud Court won't be allowed to leave. Why? He doesn't oh. want to, right? No, he's just he was held up by Jaws because Jaws is on acid. At first, I thought this was um, our good friend Lurch, who we saw in the Donnie and Marie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Ted What's Cassidy. Ted Cassidy. Yeah, Ted Cassidy. Played Lurch in the original Adams Family. Right. Yeah. Hello? That... Hello? Are you tripping on acid or something? Look at that fucking blotch job of uh, grease paint. Hello. Look at Burgess. There it is. Wow, everyone's fucking tripping. Did you know my... Oh, that is isn't true. Are you tripping acid? No, man, but do you know your la your name spelled backwards is dog? <laughs> You're right about that grease paint mustache. It was just slapped on. Yeah, he must have had a mole and he felt self-conscious and that's why there's like an extra dab. This is criminal. You know the story about Playboy After Dark uh, when the Grateful Dead performed on the TV show? Oh, uh, I think I remember. Yeah, do tell me the story. He had Hugh had a uh, Hugh Hefner Hef had a syndicated show where it would be from like Chicago Playboy Club, and one time he had Grateful Dead, and I I heard this story from the Four Hour Grateful Dead documentary. Uh, one of their asshole buddies uh, doused the water, and uh, everyone was tripping the the crew, the cast, and everyone. I, I guess wow. Hef while they were performing their song not nice well it's an asshole move like they're yeah. being assholes for doing this because it wasn't you know there's no consent to it they just went ahead and doused it and people freak out like if you don't realize that you've taken drugs it's gonna take you a while to figure that out yeah that's right you just think you're going crazy or having yeah. a day or something and then just not cool too much and you realize this has got to be external internal Listen, I gotta say, Hugh Hefner. I just, I like, okay, that he was a victim then, but I gotta tell you, Hugh Hefner, he's dead to me. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's dead to you. He's dead well, to everyone. He can't, yeah. you know, 
He can't get a table in this town anymore. <laughs> yeah, he can't get a table in this town. He can't town. get arrested. Yeah, who's going to make the reservation? Hef? Come on. You know, Hef bought, and he when he died, he was uh, cremated next to Marilyn Monroe in a mausoleum. Hmm. He bought the mausoleum lot next to Marilyn Monroe like 20, Interesting. 30, 40 yeah. years ago. Creepy. Well, no, not creepy. She was the first uh, photo right. he, that was. Yeah, he, oh, no, he made it, He made his fortune off of those photos. Well, no, why. he launched a career. He didn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean. But that, yeah, yeah, but it's yeah. like if I yeah. lost a career with, from naked photos of Carl and then, God forbid, you pass away, I'm not going to make sure I go out of the way that I get my 95. Yeah, but. Ass. Did you, did you pay me to be in those photos? And did those photos help me to become a movie star? Yeah, but I didn't ask you to bury the have your mausoleum spot next to me. He's paying on me. Okay, well, uh, look, I'm not defending Hugh. Hefner. He doesn't have He's a family. There was. Me. You got to be fucking kidding me. Add in two. Add. I have an ad. I'm gonna Fuck. star three, two, one. Oh. Yeah. You know, I, I know that, like, when you get ads on YouTube, the trick is to go to the end and then replay it. And then when you replay it, whoa, now I'm tripping. All these Oscars. This movie has a lot of Oscar-caliber performances, like wow. Oscar the Grouch. Wait, those are the Can-Can Girls. Da-da-da-da. Pathmark Can-Can Girls? <laughs> this movie has a lot of Oscar-worthy performances, like this oh, one. They're yeah, Oscar, like this, Oscar the right? Grouch. Oh, this is Oscar the Grouch homage. Yeah. Mike, I do you know this is in our neighborhood. I don't know out in LA where you are, but now ShopRite has the can can selling lots of cans of brands of everything in cans. Are you saying that Pathmark has the, 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 the can, can, can. Right. You had the late actor uh James Karen. Uh, Pathmark cat. No, he did Acme, didn't he? No, he was the no, Pathmark guy. Path he was a... Mark. Yeah. yeah. We saw him in one of our films. Oh, Hard Bodies 2, where he played the director. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. He was an interesting guy. Yeah. Like this this whole thing, I got it. This They're is all too long. Wild. This is going on too long. And it's so fake, too. This is, again, like Otto Preminger, out of all the people in the world, decide to like do a youth culture movie. And this is what we get. Yeah. They think they think they're in a musical right now. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I would be embarrassed to be in okay. the audience. I was saying what a good movie Skidoo is. I think I was watching Jackie Gleason's performances. Yeah, I, I think yeah. yeah. There's parts of it that's good. good. But this is the part where you're like in your yeah, on the movie house with your What's date. the music? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just as stupid as the visual warning. Hey, let's go on a date. Uh, I was thinking, uh, I'll take you out to see Skidoo. Yeah, that sounds great. And then like an hour into, you're like, uh, what am I doing? Yeah, what one I time take, I got like... really, I, I thought we were going to this film festival. My friend was like, let's go see Skidoo. When I got out of the car, we went, we were at, we were at the Beacon Theater. It was Huskerdoo. It was Huskerdoo. Oh, right. Double nickels on a dime. Look at this. Hey, who's that guy trying to get out of a garbage can? Yeah, who's who? Who's Skirdu? Who's Skirdu? What was the? Do you did you ever see that notorious ad? Who's Skirdu is named after a board game that uh, got in trouble because they had subliminal message ads in their their advertising. 
that that's really true. Is Husker do the one where it's like pretty sneaky, sis? No, no, this was like that's Connect Four. Oh, the Husker yeah. do was a game, but it was like Husker oh, do the new board game from Milton Bradley, and then right. they like buy it, you know, and then, oh, that, really, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's evil. They got caught. Yeah, they had to fucking stop it. So I never heard of the board game. I I know the band was named after. So Mickey Rooney's now going to get a call from God. Yeah, and God's going to say, "Drop dead already." You see what I mean? He's acting like he's the local mob boss and less like God. I don't know. Excuse me for yawning. Oh my God! I you know the, I'm trying to think of gangster movies where you know. They Godfather would call and see like, hey. Well, no, but think about that. The Godfather was one of the five families. He well, would... they had a Rico. There was all Rico laws, and they were trying to skirt responsibility. They didn't want to have a, a paper trail. Okay, but remember, it, okay, what's a good figure who's really like God? I don't know if your name is God and the whole thing is you're untouchable, you own everybody, you know, you would own the judges and own the jury and own the you wouldn't actually do the calling. Right. Yeah, I hear you. Keep a staff. You know, this, this acid is so strong that they can get away with the 40 minutes it takes to get a hot air balloon. Going. Yeah. This is <laughs> absolutely bizarre. Can you imagine? Poor fucking Jackie Gleason. Not your finest moment, Jackie. You don't think so? This is funny. What, him lying sideways in the garbage can as it lifts up? It's embarrassing. It is? It, it's not comedic? Uh, okay. I, I guess it's comedic in the sense that there's no fear. There's no shame. <laughs> That's as true as possible. Jury rigged that. Oh, there's Freddy, Freddy, Freddy. Do you remember when I took acid and I couldn't open my left eye? What's yeah, they, Remember the frozen meats that was advertising in the commissary of the prison? Oh. Remember I took acid, I put my hat on sideways and waved at a balloon? What a night. I know, you got fired for that. Now, is this or is this not Alcatraz? Yeah, it's Alcatraz. Look at that. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, you're right. I thought it was fucking Warner Brothers. Back now, Mike, if we, if the Indians, if the Native Americans could take this place and be there for years, you and me can move in, dude. What we are they don't want to keep us out. Yeah, well, no, they have a business of operation. They got tourists coming every day. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sure look at that! Too. How pretty is the skyline? So We're simple. shutting that down. What a great view of the Bay Bridge, right? Yeah, Love that bridge, the Bay Love Bridge. Love that bridge. What what color is that bridge? Not international orange. Maybe it was before they painted it. That's ridiculous. You know that international orange just makes it look like a rust. You were saying on the show you were like, if I was a pirate strolling down the bay, <laughs> I wouldn't be on this rust buck. I mean, I like look at the Bay Bridge, the color yeah. of the light. Wow, they're going down fast. Whoa, oh, look at all those rooftops. It's kind of cool. It's a good San Francisco City movie. Yeah. Look at that. He's got a rooftop there. There's the bottom of Manhattan, Statue of Liberty. There's Statue of Liberty's over there. That's the Saburos. Oh, there's uh, Eminem. For this, to see the towers, it's too oh, soon. Oh, yeah, too soon. But there's Guy Ferrari's uh, Times Square restaurant. Uh, 
Frankie busted. I do. So I I don't remember, but he's got some orders now from God, who's a local mob boss, for goodness sakes. He said, uh, we're both on the boat. I want you to kill someone on the boat. Oh, yeah, he's got to kill the daughter for some reason. And he's watching. Yeah, they don't really have those. Even now, I got the video screen. That's right. Uh, we don't. We oh, saw he, that also at the in the casino one. Dunnigan's oh, father, which. Uh, oh right, it was uh uh, it's all there or something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's really there or something like that. I remember that it was. Uh, what's really happening? What's really happening with Luke there? Luke. Um. Yeah, it was something like that, and I don't know that film kind of. They had the TV monitors. Like, that's the way they saw the future was going to be. Right. But that is a Batman thing, though. The giant monitor where you could talk to it and it talks back. Yep. Not, uh, the old catches. The Star Trek movie. Yeah, well, Star Trek, it was the future, though, and it wasn't a television monitor. It was a cool screen. So they're all hippies. Oh, there's and Carol. Everyone's dressed like um, they're in jail with Jackie Gleason. Oh, you got to see Paddington too, Paddington Bear. Okay, it's really, it's really, it's a great movie. It's a great kids movie, great adult movie. But he t- he dies. He does the laundry for the prisoners, and he he dyes them all pink by mistake. So, <laughs> so the rest of the movie, they're wearing the striped shirts. They're all pink. <laughs> now look, I will not see Paddington. I'm sorry. Oh come on! <laughs> it's a great film. You say, you yeah. know how long it took me to see Frozen. It's no Frozen. Come on! I'm All not right. telling you to see Frozen. I'm telling you to see Paddington too. All right, I'm. You don't need to see the first one. Just see the second one with Hugh Grant. Okay, Paddington too. Hugh Grant does he fall in love with Paddington? Yeah. Well. He- he plays hard, you know, he's a, he's a little awkward about it, but yeah, he wants to fuck the bear. <laughs> so now, wait, isn't there a gay thing and, like, you're a bear? There's a joke in there. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, yeah, a bear, a big hairy guy. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. That yeah. totally makes sense. Yeah, you got a belly, you know. There's all different types of cubs. Listen, I don't have all day. I think uh, maybe fat, hairy dudes made that up to become attractive. Oh, yeah, bear, that's a thing. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever, Carl. Whatever gets you into the scene. <laughs> You're not going to stop at one bear. This is uh, everything's happening at once. How many bear? Yeah, the cop will pull you over. How many bears have you had tonight, sir? <laughs> uh, I was drinking a uh, near bear. Now, this is a little unbelievable, this part of the film, right? And Carol they Chapin, all made it, yeah. They're all dressed up like pirates, or maybe not all of them, but here comes the monkeys. I don't know. Oh, right, the band, the rock band comes. That's a little awkward. You're a musician. Like, how easy it is to get off of a boat onto a yacht? With yeah, and just start jamming in two seconds. Also, look how everyone is so clean. They didn't go on this long journey sweating on a boat. They're very clean, very clean hippies in this Skidoo. Is she singing the Skidoo song? Oh my god, let's listen. (laughs) 
Oh, it sounds horrible. If you want research, you know, Harry Nielsen uh, wrote the soundtrack and the song, the end, he sings every cre end credit uh, listed under the end credits. So mm -hmm. he'll say, it's starring Jackie Gleason, and then he'll say, production by, you know, continuity girl, da da da. You know, Copyright the Beatles loved Harry Nielsen. And then when John was like on his lost weekend away from yes, Loco, yes, hung out with him like every day. So it was the Hollywood vampires, right? It was John Lennon, Harry Nielsen, and Mickey Dolenz from the, the Monkees. Oh, really? Mickey Dolenz too, huh? Yeah. That's cool. I guess. Yeah, that's cool. A monkey and a beetle? I never thought I'd see the day. Yeah, well, I, you know, it's the Beatles really bit a lot off of the monkeys. I mean, I mean, you know the song Help, right? Yeah. Tell me that he didn't hear Last Train to Clarksville and started locking on his own guitar. You know, Lennon bit a little bit off of the monkeys. Well, you know, I'm an insufferable Beach Boys fan, so I'm I'm of the school that they heard Pet Sounds and they said we gotta do we gotta do better than that. <laughs> oh, that Mike, that is not true. To hear you say that, you're insufferable. I'm insufferable. No, I'm very. I'm, I'm not going to deny it. The Beach Boy fans are insufferable. They Thank can, God they can be we got this song on mute right now. Oh my God! Good news. Good news. These hippies are just taking over. Look, it 